What up? What up? It's loud mouth. Stereo. What is going on? What's goody? Happy goddamn hump dude. It's hump dude. Yes, indeed. I did my humping last night. Um, hey. Then, yeah, I had to take it last night. I don't play. Um, Ooh. But, yeah. But it, it's it's been a different week. Um, I'll go into it in the shooting this, uh, the shit segment, but you can start it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get this started. Welcome to Loudmouth Stereo. What's up, some shiesty? Um, this is episode 11 for Loudmouth Stereo Podcast. Yes, this is an actual podcast. Go find it on your favorite podcast app, all right? My name is Shan. That is Greg. We are two different podcasters coming together to give you one show. You can find young black and bothered on your favorite podcast app or you can find she gets a pod which is the podcast that i'm representing tonight on the mic all right make it work subscribe don't forget to shop loudmouth stereo shop with teespring and get your merch all right today is july 26 okay the last week of july is hot as shit wherever you are on this planet um, if you're in Antarctica, you're lucky. Uh, this is going to be a good show tonight. As you can see, it says be most self-aware because a lot of people today are not. And we're going to get into it after we basically catch the hell up. What's up, Greg? You've been having a uh, a hump day before hump day. You've been having a long week like me. But uh, slightly different. So, what's been going on with you? Yeah, um, I got the final interview tomorrow, so I can just say with that, you know, just hoping I get it. But outside of that, the weeks, of, you know, the days have been going by. The weeks have been going, you know, kind of smooth. But um, today I found out that we had, well, we have to uh, get a new disposal. Now, here's the thing. Mm. Having a house is fun, but it's expensive as shit. Um, getting the yeah. house is expensive. Keeping the house is expensive, but the little things, like this is the, the first major uh, thing for us is the disposal. And they quoted that shit between six to $9,000 for a new disposal. Mm. I said, absolutely, absolutely the fuck not. Um, mm. And the reason why I say that is because you can buy a new disposal for three, four hundred dollars, and if you got a friend or honestly YouTube, you can do that shit for free. So I'm gonna learn how to replace a disposal for the free. Um, and that's you know no disrespect to the, the people who are like plumbers and stuff like that, but independent contractors I, I'm with the companies they work for absolutely fucking not. They quoted between six to nine thousand dollars for the disposal. They said, "Oh, the top of the line one." No, I'm sorry, no, not even that. I'm sorry. Let me go back. So, because it's two problems, the disposal that my boy is going to replace for a hundred dollars, but they told me it was going to be between six to nine hundred dollars. Which you'll find out, plumbers and like people like that, they always do like the rule of three six nine. So they'll tell you something costs three hundred dollars or three thousand dollars, six hundred, six thousand, nine hundred, nine thousand, right? 
and I, I've noticed this with all, you know, with all of them. However, our HVAC is old. Um, it's about 13 years old. And most of them have a, a life of 15 years, but you can push it a little bit more, right? Um, that was the one that he told us would be about six to $9,000, but they have a payment plan. They have a payment plan that will allow you to pay for it over the course of three to five years, right? Mm-hmm. Now, someone, now, someone would say, well, why the fuck would you ever want to pay $9,000 for a new HVAC? Um, I found out that our um, HVAC has an issue where it gets cool, but it doesn't get cold. And for anybody who, you know, obviously it's the summer, so you know the warmer it gets. You, you know the difference of when your house is cool versus when your house is cold. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you want to come into a cold house. My house was, how can I put it? It was supposed to be a 71, and the shit was saying that it was stuck at 74 trying to get to 71. This is using the Nest can, uh, the Nest thermostat, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing, but it's also something he called bridging, where they have to fix that. It's a minor fix, but eventually over time, it'll mess up. And the mm. only reason I want, you know, why I wanted to bring this up is because I tell people all the time, you get what you pay for. And I'm one of those type of people, I don't have to always get the top of the line shit unless it's mm-hmm. something for the house or it's something for like my personal thing. Like I'll go to somebody's birthday party and get them like a Dollar General, like birthday card. Cause it's like, you're not going to read the card anyway. It's going to go in the trash after, right? You're looking for the gift card. But right. for me, like for my own birthday, I'll go and get something that I want. Like, so I'm talking to the wife and I asked her, I was like, oh, so what do you want to do about this? And we both agree. We're going to let this shit rock out until we actually have the funds for it. Because $69,000 is a lot when you're paying for daycare and childcare, things like that. This mm-hmm. is, you know, all this to say, home warranties. Get fucking home warranties. We have our home warranty. I think it lapsed by like a month because... Honestly, I didn't I didn't know if I wanted to stick with this one or get a alternative or something like that. Get mm-hmm. a fucking home warranty. Um, I got to talk to her about that tomorrow because that, that's a big thing since we had it lapse a month. But I'm a huge advocate of having a home warranty because until the shit like breaks, breaks and they have to replace it, they have to come in there and fix that shit. Um, the only thing I would advise for anybody who's like a homeowner is cut your own fucking grass. That mm. please cut, cut your own fucking grass. The guy I have not heard from this dude since October of 2022, you know, last year. And I asked him, you know, hey, it's getting warm outside. This is back in like March. I was like, when do you think you're gonna start cutting the grass again and everything? Like that? He was like, oh, I'll be by. But I have not seen this motherfucker yet. And I was paying him $25 every two weeks, right? Now here's the issue: mm-hmm. as a new homeowner, first-time homeowner. Um, you don't have to cut your grass every two fucking weeks. Sometimes your grass is going to have to fucking grow. And some weeks are, you know, better than others. Like when we went out of town for two weeks, right? I came back and my grass was tall as shit, right? And we have an HOA. They're not a super strict one. It was like your grass has to be a certain height, a certain length and shit like that. Like, no. But I was paying the guy $25 every two weeks to cut my grass. And I mm-hmm. had a lot. Well, I have, I have a lawnmower in my garage. So one day I said, this was, you know, obviously me being unemployed. I go and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna cut my own motherfucking grass. And I have a patch of grass in the front of the house. It's not like I got 26 acres. I got to cut and shit, right? Well, I got to get a John Deere or something. Shane, when Mm -hmm. I tell you, it took me nine minutes to cut my fucking grass. I'm so good at the shit now. I got to try. I have one of those, uh, 
Ryobi trimmers and shit. I'll trim the hedges of it. I'll go and even it out. I, I pretty far the shit out of my grass. And you'll learn to enjoy doing house tasks versus paying somebody else to do them. So I, I guess that's my shooting the shit is, you know, being a homeowner and more importantly, just knowing the value of your dollar. Cutting grass and all that stuff you could be doing yourself. Just, yeah, just go ahead and do it. Don't pay these people because they are getting you for as much as they can possibly get you for. And that's just, up, you know, with me so far this week. What about you? Mm, what's up, big man 305? Um, Definitely home ownership is way more of a hassle than people be making it. Like, oh, my God, you're renting. You need to buy a house. Okay. And when I have to replace that water heater, you're going to front me that 600 and when I have to replace that HVAC system that costs $6,000, you're going to front me that too. And when a pipe bursts in my house, you're going to front me that too. Like having a house and maintaining it in the, in the best way is not cheap. And I can say this because I have friends who have purchased houses. I have friends who have purchased condos. I have friends who... Um, have multiple houses, one that they're renting out to pay for the mortgage that they got so they can use their money to do other shit. And me personally, I've only rented houses. I've never rented an apartment. So when it comes to renting a house, whether it's owned by a landlord that's personal and private, um, which is this house, and the other houses that I had was owned by a company they have their own maintenance. The owner of this house, this is one of 10 houses that he has. He's married. Him and his wife went into business together. He didn't start buying property and flipping it until he was in his 50s. Um, it pays for their current mortgage and he just bought a new house last year. But last year was um, the summer where in the house got like to 96 degrees in the HVAC basically died this is this is a house that was uh built in the 1960s he did updates but there were minor updates but at the same time he had to replace that hvac system and a lot of times when you have a lot of properties it seems like oh you're getting a lot of money coming in but a lot of times when you have a mortgage and you have multiple properties and you're the person that comes to fix shit and you're the person that you keep a um, maintenance man on retainer to come work for you and do jobs for you and you pay them by the hour. Yeah, I'm renting, but I treat this house like it's my house. I don't want to ruin his floors. I don't want to ruin his um, plumbing. I don't want to ruin his appliances. I don't want him to come out of pocket extra that he don't have to come out of pocket. So when I see something that's not working properly, I hit him up. I take pictures. I keep up with it. Um, and he's very like diligent on coming out and looking at things or coming out and fixing things. Um, my neighbor behind me, that house is owned by a company, but all the trees in their backyard is fucking dead. But there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dead trees. And every time it storms really bad, one of the branches will fall on the back fence. And because he knows I have, I have the girls here, he's on top of it. He doesn't hit her up and be like you need to contact the company so they can fix the fence because it's your tree 
he knows like it's through a company they probably don't give a fuck they're not gonna go fix it i'm gonna come do it for you so he'll come out and he'll he probably had a guy fix the fence three times since i've been here and it's not he's not a bad landlord he's a great landlord um that year was last year or the year before that when everybody was going up on rent and I was like bracing myself on what it was was gonna be because it was like the two year mark. Um, I already signed a lease for him for two years, and I was bracing myself for like shit. What the fuck is he gonna go up to from what I started paying? He only went up fifty dollars on me, which is nothing compared to what a lot of people are paying out here. A lot of people rent went up three hundred dollars, six hundred dollars um eight hundred dollars and they did no upkeep so yeah having a house is a lot anya just asked me yesterday she's like why don't we have one of those circle things i was like what are you talking about one of those things where you could just put food down the drain i said disposal i said because we don't need one and when that shit break it's a hassle and it starts to stink um exactly. so i don't I don't have a disposal like you. So I can only imagine how fucking annoying that is. I do have a dishwasher that was already in here, but it's like one of those older dishwashers and it gave me problems twice and I just stopped yeah. using it altogether. But I'm not a dishwasher person. I like to wash my dishes by hand, drain them and put them away. So it's fine that I can't use a dishwasher, but yeah having a pipe burst in your house been there done that in a condo is a fucking hassle uh t telling a maintenance man to come look at it they don't really want to tell you what's really going on because they don't really want to fix the problem because it's going to cost them more money um not flushing wipes down the toilet is something people have to get through their heads not to do because that none of them shits are biodegradable like they say it's a fucking lie it's gonna get stopped up in your drain and eventually you gotta hope that you're not the one that has to pay nine hundred dollars for somebody to come out and fix it because if you're really paying attention about this house shit everything in price has doubled so at one time mm. calling people out to come do something cost you probably 65 dollars now it's gonna cost you double a lot of times when it's been like um plumbing things the one thing I will say in his lease that he made, if he said anything plumbing wise, that's on you. But the reality is it can't be on me because plumbing companies do not want to deal with any tenants. They deal with directly owners. So whether or not he doesn't want to deal with plumbing shit, he has to be the one to make the decision because they won't talk to me. But yeah, like um, if you renting, continue to rent until you're comfortable. I was just talking to my best friend today when I was showering. And I was talking to her about um, the fact that I already have a business and making money the way I need to make money is not going to come from me selling things right now. It's going to come from me getting lump sums of money in and only sending lump, lump sums of money out for an investment. So I was um, watching this guy's uh, live like two nights ago and he was talking about um bank land uh auctions and basically it's if you have a business or you don't have a business you need to start a business create an llc it doesn't have to be with your name it could be whatever you want to call it make sure nobody has it pay the fee of what it is 
then you create a um, business account. Uh, let me say this. I am not giving you business instructions. I am not licensed to do this. I'm just telling you what I what he was explaining. Um, and he was like, uh, Google bank loan, um, bank land auctions in your area. And basically at those auctions, you can see land or acres that's in foreclosure that you need to pay for. Um, or you can see land that's for sale that's for cheap. It could be one acre, it could be four acres, it could be three acres. Sometimes it's $3,000, sometimes it's 6000 sometimes it's 10000 He was like, really, nobody don't be in that bitch. So imagine having $10,000 for whatever you got, and maybe it's taxes, not knowing what to do with the money. Instead of you spending it on a vacation or spending it on bullshit, you can uh, go to an auction, uh, put in for a property, take a look at it first, put in for a property, make sure everything's straight on it, maybe buy some acres for $4,000, sit on that land, pay the taxes each year, and then maybe if you want to build on that land later on, you're not in a rush to build on that land. But you can take your... Uh, your business um, information, use your uh, EIN number, go to the bank and ask for a construction loan. They might deny you if your uh, credit score under your business is not good enough, but I keep mine in good standing. Um, and if they approve you, they're gonna ask you to get a licensed, uh, basically contractor that does that shit. And then, mm -hmm. He was like, on top of you having that land, if there's trees on it, you're going to make more money because there's companies that'll pay you money to come take the trees. Jesus. So I was like, okay, so I'm talking to my best friend because her husband, what he does in Atlanta is he buys property. He buys yeah. empty lots and he makes them into parking lots and he makes money off of it whenever there's an event. So I said, I said, does X, Y, and Z know about this? And he's like, yeah, he know about it. I said, cool. So I have like an insider on, you know, giving me pointers on what I need to do when that time comes up. But I'm, I'm saying this to say this whole idea of buying a house and putting in for a bid for a house and house shopping, it's a turnoff for me because of what I've seen my friends and my family go, go through in their process i my focus is buying land being able to pay the um, yearly taxes i'll continue to rent until i feel comfortable in my investments get to the point where i could put more of what's an asset into a trust get shit out of my name and build my own house on properties I've accumulated. That is, that is my goal. Like this whole 10 people trying to get the same house shit, I'm not into. I've never wanted a house in a cul-de-sac um, where all the houses are the same. I've never wanted to live somewhere where there were HOA fees. I don't want anybody telling me if I could have a basketball court or not, if I could have this fence or not. I, I I am not into my neighbor being right next to my driveway. Uh, 
the older I get, the more privacy I want. So I'm just like, that's my plan. I don't mind renting. Renting has never been an issue for me. I just want to get to the point where I'm not worried about where my money's coming from or if I have uh, liquid money that I can move that's in an asset. Yeah. And I I want to touch on this real quick because you and I align when it comes to this house shit. Um, I told the wife back in 2022 at the beginning, even 2021, because you know we've been looking for a while, that um, the housing market ain't going to get any better. Or at the time, it wasn't getting any better, and it still has not. It actually got worse. So what I had told her essentially was this. If we don't get a house right now, we'll be apartment bound. And unlike other areas, like where you're at, like the landlords are less than friendly about how they want to give you their place. Landlords aren't that great. I feel like they're honestly pieces of shit, but that's just my personal opinion. But Mm -hmm. even um, like the interest rates and having a home, maintaining a home is a lot, but that market is bad. What you said about living in the cold, it's like, I don't want, I told her, I was like, my expectations for a home aren't much. I just want four walls that I don't have to worry about every year. There's a three mm-hmm. to 6% increase. It, it was really that deep for me. I was like, yo, I, just, I don't want to every year have to fight with the, the idea of, oh, well, they want to get some new blood in here. So they're going to raise our rent, you know, two, $300, which is what they yeah. were doing. So, you know, once we saw that our rent went from like 1900 to like 2188, I was like, all right, okay. So I see the game. I called the apartment that we lived in for the same apartment just to see. They told mm-hmm. us it was going, and when, they, when I said 2188, I mean, that's what they were projecting for us yeah. when we moved out. Like, if we didn't renew, or if we did renew, it would have went up from that. So, in the year that we've been out of it, not even a year, because, yeah, it has been a year, because of July, right? Mm-hmm. So, in that year, the rent went from 2188 to 2690 nothing's Hmm. fucking changed about the apartment at all unless they added two more bedrooms and a pool in the backyard there's no fucking reason why it went up almost 400 dollars. there's no reason at all so when i tell people i'm like get what you can afford absolutely do that but the market right now is very very shaky it's been this way for two years now you're not going to see those three percent interest rates that your, your parents have or your friend who bought during the pandemic have they got it good and the beauty in them having it good is they're not trying to move there are not a lot of people right now who have homes that are like you know what i want to move out because who the fuck wants to leave a three percent interest and then go and have a seven percent interest in a new house um the people who moved from you know who sold us our house they moved and they were in the same market as us which is already bad enough right mm-hmm. but all that to say um because the reason why I, I even brought this up is about the self-awareness right and I, I know that's the the name of the game for the show is there are a lot of my own personal friends and we talked about this before they wanted me to get these grandiose houses in these neighborhoods that are really not just gated communities and they got golf courses and shit and i was like yo like i have to start living my wage bro and it's not even that like i'm self-aware to the point where a lot of that stuff i don't need imagine me somebody who doesn't play golf posturing up the fact that i live in a neighborhood with a golf course it 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 doesn't make sense um for me like our neighborhood has a pool 
they they sold us the dream of us having a pool, not telling us our neighborhood has four other neighborhoods in it, and only two of the four neighborhoods are able to actually go and use said pool, which means we have to go to another pool that's you know roughly about fifteen twenty minutes away, but. Mm-hmm. That's you know, it's something that we do because we love our house. It wasn't a determining factor on that, but it was just a little bit of a self-awareness for me. Um, I kind of like hedged my bets on certain things. I knew for a fact it was like, okay, we have townhouse, right? We could have got a single family home moving 25 minutes away from where we are, but then that adds mm-hmm. to the commute for everything else that we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. For the same price. And, you know, people who got on me, Greg, you could have, for the price you paid for the house, you could have got a single family out in like Upper Marlboro or Waldorf. And I was like, yeah, I could have also moved to fucking Texas or Georgia and literally been living in a mini mansion, right? But Mm -hmm. then I would be trying to figure out life because like you said, once you start accumulating things in your home or, you know, just little things, stuff breaks down, stuff you didn't really expect come up. And then for some reason, I don't know why I've seen this from just my peers and, you know, other people have said it as well. Once you start buying like new shit for your new place, you never stop buying new shit. You just continue. Oh, this will look nice in the house. This will look nice in the house. Next thing you know, you got so much shit. You're like, there's no fucking way I had this much. People, uh, my friend, when he came over, he's like, Greg, you brought your, um, your, what was it? Your coffee table and your end tables from the old apartment. He's like, but you had those for like six, seven years. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with them? He's like, but you got new couches. Because who the fuck? Everybody care about the couch. Don't nobody care about the end tables. Just know what you're used to. It's certain things for me are just like, again, being self-aware, you know, just knowing what you have and you don't have, you know, you don't have to change these things. You don't have to accommodate other people for them to feel as though, like, you're keeping up. Like, I feel like I'm keeping up, honestly, just paying, you know, by paying my bills. So, again, like, the moral of my personal story and the, the shooting and shit, again, is just, you know, know your worth, know your wage, and, you know, stop living because, you know, stop living the way that everybody else wants you to live. If everybody else going to, you know, to go get furniture from all these places and all you can afford is Ikea, go get fucking Ikea. People giving me shit about that. Just, again, know your wage, know your worth. So, that, that's all I had to say. <sighs> okay. Much. That could be a whole episode in itself, but all right, let's get into this episode. Enough house talk, rent talk, that talk. Let's talk about this self awareness. This is self awareness. Being um, self aware is a whole issue um for a lot of people in the way of we all have things to give and we all have things to make better but everybody's ego is out of whack everybody's um need to let people know what they got going on is out of whack and the way people are acting is like there's no need to have self-awareness or what do you mean self-awareness? I'm just letting you know this, or I'm just doing this self-awareness when it comes to this house shit, rent shit, what city you live in, uh, what state you live in, what goes on where you at 
self-awareness is being in the middle of that conversation and understanding where you're at financially, understanding where you're at in your life, understanding that, yeah, you can have friends that have different life setups. Like you can have a friend over there that has a kid and is a single mom and they're not going to be with you on every trip. They're not going to be spending money on $600 shoes. You can have a friend over there who's very much single and whatever they want, they can buy it when they want to buy it. Um, the job that they have pays them X, Y, and Z so they can manage a $500 car note. That is not your life. That is not your lifestyle. You can have a different friend that's married, has a child, their expenses are different from yours. So their luxury is being able to sync their PTO so they can go see family and maybe get out a couple of nights without their kids. And that might be what they need. And that might be in their their lifestyle range and, and being comfortable with that shit. Like this whole society um, thing right now where they make you feel like shit because you're not doing exactly what they're doing or you don't have exactly what they have is so, is, is bullshit to me because the reality is a lot of people are not self-aware enough to be like, you know what? I don't have it. I'm comfortable enough with the people around me to say I don't have it. And the people around me care about me enough to not make me feel sh like shit because I don't have it. That is a fact. That is a fact. But this whole this whole thing of people not want to be vulnerable around people that they quote unquote say are their friends or say are their family because they don't want to be attacked or they don't want to feel um, emotionally bullied or they don't want to feel like they're an outsider is crazy to me because when we were in school, we've had friends that were on the basketball team. We have friends that were in band. We have friends that were ROTC. It wasn't no competition of who's better than who. There's just a different avenue that everybody's trying to take. It's the same thing in adult living. But we in a society now where people put on this front, like they're not bothered. And the same thing that you could do, I can do. And the same pleasures you have are my pleasures. And you know, you want to get these shoes that come out on Friday and that's the highlight of your week. I'm trying, I'm trying to plan a trip for my whole family to go to a cabin three months from now. And the reality is how you look at your, your joys in your own space. Like maybe the joy in your own space is I stayed under my fucking budget this month, which is going to make my December better. And you might be in a mindset differently, like I gotta make every month um, of this year lit. I gotta uh, be able to do this and go here and have this. And I gotta have these friends around me and my party gotta be this. The reality of the situation is if you really on top of your shit, the older you get, the less important your birthday should be getting. Your pleasures, should overflow outside of your fucking birthday. Like, I really can't stand this 
generation of people who kind of like um to me it comes off like they're jealous of this younger generation that gets to get things quicker but you have more wisdom you're older so that your right life there. is not supposed your life is not supposed to match an 18 year old's life your life is not supposed to match somebody in their 20s when you're in your late 30s or you're you're in your 40s you're supposed to be able to take care of emergencies at the drop of a hat because your generation's older you're supposed to be able to plan multiple trips per year if you put your ass on a budget that you need for the lifestyle that you lead you live with the salary that you have and if you don't like it you need to learn better skills we can sit mm. here and we could we we can sit here and we could complain about the cost of this the cost of that um and and at the end of the day and early in the fucking morning you're either going somewhere to make money with the time that you have that you love or you're going somewhere to make money with the time that you have that you hate and if you hate it you could only do so much complaining until you do something different and if you are in an environment where you don't like the people in your environment your plan and your time and your energy should be researching where you would like to be researching what's also living there researching um would i need a car do they have public transportation? Is it reliable? Um, setting up a weekend trip to go visit where you think you would like to live by yourself or with your small family um, and making that change. I think a lot of people want to be a victim mm -hmm. of their circumstance. And you, you, I think being self-aware is knowing that this is a you problem, not a us problem. That right there. That is one of, for me, and I'm, I'm not going to be too long-winded about it, my main issue with social media, like, just because you have traumas and you really want people to ask you if you're okay, like, nobody, when I say nobody, there's certain people on social media, the people that you're, you know, yelling into the void about, they aren't your fucking therapist. And don't nobody need to know everything about you or, you know, all your stuff. I'm personally feeling like there are way too many people who overshare for the sake of not even going viral just like again yelling into the void but for me i just like tying it back in i just i don't like the idea of people just not being self-aware of the shit they do and say on social media and i talk about it a lot because we're on social media like you and i and we see it all the time but it's not even the lack of self-awareness a lot of the people know exactly what the fuck they're doing and they do it anyway because it's like okay there are more people that how can I, there are more people than not telling them that that's cool to do. It's like, oh yeah, go and expose people. Go and you know just be negative. Like, do you realize you only be a negative because you aren't self aware of yourself? And then when you finally see somebody clap back at them and like this is you and they'll show them a photo of themselves and stuff, people get mad. It's like no, like if you know people were more self aware, they would know for a fact that like social media isn't real life. People are you know going through shit people are doing things outside of the internet and social media and stuff like that and i think that's where a lot of the you know saying like the self-awareness actually kicks off and the only reason i speak mm -hmm. on that is because i just deal with social media more now there are obviously some people that i'm friends with and i'm cool with that have told me the reason why they stopped doing social media 
completely, it's because of that right there. People just weren't aware of who they were anymore, and they were starting to lose not even their character, but they became a character. Like, they became the person that they always wanted to be instead of the person or the people that they are. And you're like, oh, I don't recognize you. You're not the same person. And if it takes a stranger or somebody that's close to you to kind of remind you of who you are, you don't have self-awareness to me. You are honestly just, I don't even know the opposite of self-awareness when it comes to like that circumstance. Like, is it like not uh, non-awareness or is it, there has to be a term for it. I just can't think of it right now. But yeah, just, I, I know I said a lot, but that, it just, it brought me back to social media. I don't know how or why, but it definitely brought me back. I'm glad you said that because the the lack of self-awareness, I feel like has a lot to do with social media, how people are just living on autopilot. People are so accustomed to watching other people do certain things, say certain things, believe certain things um, or act out in a certain way and they think that's acceptable. And then you, you, you travel if you can and you go to another country and you act like a whole ass and they lock you up. You travel and you do something to somebody and what you felt like was the okay thing to do or, or is going to get you clicks or is going to get you follows, you find your ass somewhere without help needing a U.S. embassy to come aid you out. The reality is what other people think, what other people believe, what other people's habits are, and what other people's behaviors are does not mean make sure you do this. If your life is not good, if you don't do this, your life is not good. If you don't do a get ready with me and your whole outfit costs $4,000. The reality is people whose outfits can cost $4,000 and they live somewhere where their rent is $9,000 per month. They live somewhere where people pay them enough money to buy those things over a period of time. And a lot of people, depending on what industry they work in, they don't even pay for that shit. It gets given to them. And I can say this because I have lived in New York and the amount of shit wealthy people just give away or they create and they just have overabundance and everybody's getting perfumes today because they can't, the company came out with a new perfume or everybody's getting um, new shoes today and whatever size that they want. I used to work in a um I used to work in an office for a brand where they would have uh wholesale sales at the end of each year after all the buyers came in and saw what they wanted to buy. And mm. it was basically I can think, okay, who do I know that could fit these clothes that may want these clothes? Let me tell them to come in the office. They will come in the office and they will basically shop for free, leave with bags of shit and not have to pay for anything. Mm. So when you think about it and how many, how much information travels now, now that there's social media, it is nothing for a lot of people to make money off the books. It is nothing mm. for a lot of people to get free shit and then sell it for profit. We watch videos and clips of people making 
millions of dollars per year, $5 million, $10 million, whether you're 18 or you're 42 off of going on somewhere like Amazon, buying a lot of something that costs $12 in bulk, turning around, creating your own Amazon store, allowing Amazon to get a cut and you sell it double the price and you measure that shit to make millions. Mm. Like we see it all the time. And it's really just like learning how to do something, wanting to do something and doing something and being aware that, okay, I see that this information is out here. What is the reality of me actually going through and doing it? Mm-hmm. What is the reality of me doing this job, whether or not the people around me think that I could do it? What is the reality of me wanting to be into in this relationship versus do I actually want to be in this relationship? And yep. I think it comes with people knowing their value. That right there. A lot of people don't know their value and you know, you could sit and you could talk about what you love or you like more, but most people today, they sit on the internet and they talk about what they hate or what they can't stand, or they hate women or they hate men or they can't stand this or they can't stand that. But if you ask them, what do you like? What do you care about? They're so miserable that they completely forgot to care about something. (laughs) That right there. You'd be like, yo, why the fuck are you so angry, bro? Like, what the... Again, I ain't talking too long about that. Go ahead. How do you wake wake up every day and the the only thing you want to spew out to the world on the internet from your devices is negativity, hate, clips of other people having their own opinions and you saying, I can't stand men like this, or I can't stand women like this. If there were things you could have done better, did you do them? Is there something more constructive you could be doing right now? Is in, in reality, have you asked yourself, why the fuck are you stalling? Why, why, why are you stalling? aware to know where you need to be right now but you're not there and this whole thing of like um, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that because I don't want people to think X, Y, and Z fuck what people think that are not helping you what people that, say that, and- that hold, on, hold on one second right there they're worried about what people say but the thing is they don't know these people. All these people just don't fucking exist, Shan. There are a exactly. lot of people who have these imaginary fucking haters. It'd be all internal. They hate <laughs> themselves. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what? I'm going to shut up. Because, again, let's just leave right there. I'm going to stop so you, you can get your point across. Because I feel like a lot of you motherfuckers, when I say you, not you, Shan, but other people, have these imaginary haters. And it's a lot of shit they've made up in their head. Because there are not as many people watching you as you think. I'm going to shut up right there. And, and that's the reality is I don't know who hates my podcast. I don't know who um, wish I would stop podcasting because I don't pay attention to that shit. I'm too busy doing new shit. I'm too busy doing more shit. What people say or think about me is not my business. Regardless right of what uh, regardless of what I do or I don't do, I have to make sure it's important to me 
or it's not important to me or I just don't want to do it. Because when you do more things that you want to do, you're less miserable. You complain less. So to me, when I always peep somebody always complaining or I always peep somebody always pointing out the negative in something, that mm-hmm. tells me you're more miserable than anything else. Hello. So if you were self-aware and you didn't want people to think that you was a bitch or you was just yep. a miserable old man and you think, oh, I don't have any debt or I don't, I'm not doing what this person is doing. Oh, I have this. I don't have to worry about that because I don't have those problems. People need to do this. People need to do that. If people, if you, if your shit is so fucking in order, how come every other day you mm-hmm. on here talking about some negative shit? Always. Like you wake up negative. Like what the fuck? Like you literally woke up angry for no reason. Like all the positivity in the world. Go outside and touch grass. Like don't even wear socks. Just let your body feel the earth. Because a lot of people just. I think the only way to get through their day is if they start the day and end the day in a negative fashion. Like, if they see everything as a negative, by the time something good happens, they're surprised. They're like, what the fuck? Like, that's not supposed to happen. It is when you start speaking good into the world, when you start speaking good into yourself. But a lot of people are so fucking negative because everything they surround themselves with is negativity. Waking up, like, like you and I have talked about, like, even with the podcast and this shit, just reporting on negative news and all that negative shit that goes on in the world. It's like, yo, like, that, don't they get tired? Don't they get born when he's like, yo, like, you're, you're feeding into the negativity, which is what's creating you to be a negative person. Once upon a time, I did not like Kanye and all these, like, these celebrities. Man, I've never met these motherfuckers. I was just about to bring that up. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I think a lot of people give Kanye shit. But the reality is, what if people really had the confidence and the ego of a Kanye? How much shit would Mm. they get done? How much shit would they get done? I'm not saying Kanye is perfect, but what you believe about yourself fucking matters. What you believe about yourself is what's going to get you to fuck up in the morning. Um, Allowing people to give you feedback and you still take it in but figure out a way to critique yourself and identify your values and because your ideas have never been done before you still pursue them that's still attractive being able to express your gratitude and be thankful of yourself and be forgiving for yourself that's still attractive and that's a part of being self-aware And some people don't want to have a pause in their lifestyle or take time to really write down their to-do list and compare it to the shit they actually got done because that's too much self-awareness. Yeah. A lot of people don't... Yeah, a lot of people (laughs) don't even want to... A lot of people don't even want to hear other people's thoughts. And this really Mm. bugs me out about people who have businesses. The same amount of people that come and support your business and you want to know why they support your business, you should equally want to know why people don't want to support your business. Why people was 
were once supporting your business and then randomly left. Um, I remember uh, opening an account with a certain bank here in Georgia and it was black owned. And I stayed with them for about four months. And every time I had to deal with them or make a transaction or get my statement, it was always an issue. And I had to come down to the point where I'm just like, I need to close this account. I need to close this account, not because dealing with them is impossible, but because the amount of time that I have on a daily compared to what I need to get done is too much of a hassle compared to other companies making me be able to do this with ease. Yep. And when I and when I closed my account with the bank, there was no eye contact in the office. It was a lot of attitude. There was no question on um, if you don't mind me asking uh, what do you feel like we could have done better in order to keep your business? It was just like, whatever, here, it's closed. Mm. And you'll never grow if you have a business without knowing why people fuck with you and why people don't want to fuck with you. So sometimes you do need people that don't like your shit and you do need the same amount of people who do like your shit. And you need to know the whys for both of them so you can be better right there right fucking there <laughs> i i have nothing even to like add to that because the, the value is in the words you just said and i wish more people would be able like to just like be receptive to that but i, I don't know maybe it's just i've experienced so much negativity about stupid shit it's like you know what it's not, it, it doesn't even matter they're not going to understand it um the re like i'm trying to think of an example clubhouse use uh, clubhouse for an example there are a lot of miserable people who co-join each other in mm -hmm. madness to the point where yeah. it's like they start arguing about shit. It's like, you know what? If one of y'all just shut up and let the other person finish, then you would agree or you would learn something new. And that app has been here for what? Going on four years? And nothing has gotten better about it because there's just so much negativity. There's no self-awareness because people feel like in what since 2019 2020 since the pandemic like people have been in their own personal bubbles in their own silos they don't want to let people in that's like for us with the pod fam right like if we didn't all attempt at friendship and learning a new person a new group and just like you know knowing that everything's not going to be perfect but that adds value to you like imagine if other people did that shit these negative people if they did that it would be so much better you know as not even a society it's just like people but now I see people just negative for no fucking reason. And it's gotten past the asking them if they're okay. These people are completely fine. People just enjoy yeah. negativity because it's entertaining. And it's like, you, yeah. you can't use other people's uh, demises or, you know, their demise or just like whatever's going on in their lives and turning that shit into a negative. Um, I don't like to talk about news, but I'm, I'm going to just say this one, for example. Um, the girl who threw the bra at Drake at a concert, right? So we're not going to get to the whole news segment of it, but she threw her bra, and people are calling this woman ugly, and I, I don't care what your, like, take a perspective of it, is, like, she got a contract with Playboy, right? People were saying that this girl is ugly, like, she doesn't deserve it, but then I was like, okay, I understand those hot takes, but one girl said, 
I bet you I could have done it better because my breast cup is the same size, but because I'm such and such race, I guess I will get looked across. She she really played the light skin. That, it, it was just like. Thank you so much for checking out this show. This is Live Out Stereo Podcast with Greg and Shan. And if you would like to get your own merch to show the people that you love this show, you can check out Loudmouth Stereo Shop with Teespring and order your merch, get it shipped right to your door, or you could gift it to somebody. And that's how you can support us on the show. Or even better yet, just a click away, leave a review. Peace. Where's that projection coming from? Like, somebody really needs to sit down without their phone and just think about some of the shit that they do. Um, one of the suggestions that one of my friends said was to write down half the shit that you're about to say on social media and just wait an hour and come back to it. If you still feel like posting that shit, then post it. A lot of stuff, good and bad, would be a little bit different if people just waited. A lot of that negativity, can you imagine if people just had to wait 90 seconds for their tweets to go through or to wait five minutes or not even five minutes, like just wait a minute for their Instagram post to go or their Instagram story? There would be a whole lot of shit that would be different. And I'm not saying it has to be this way. I'm just saying there are a lot of people who act on impulse and most of their impulses are fucking negative and I hate it. So that's that's just my spill on it. I agree. Um, <laughs> it's really uh, a lot of self-hate why people compare themselves to other people. And a lot of people do use, oh, it's because I'm black or it's because my skin is dark or it's because my skin is light. Sometimes it might be, but sometimes it's not that. Sometimes people have so much animosity towards somebody's personal opinion that they make mm-hmm. you feel like shit because you have the audacity to have a personal opinion that's different. And a lot of women today do that with men. A lot of women today love to um, really like cut down a man when that man is not interested in them. Um, really like to quickly say, oh, you must be gay because mm-hmm. most men will do X, Y, and Z for me, or you must be this, or something must be wrong with you because nobody tells me no, or uh, I, I've i never had to pay X, Y, and Z when I'm with somebody. I'm not dealing with you because I deserve... I think it's great that people feel like what they deserve is what they deserve. But mm-hmm. you also have to be ready for people who are not about to play those type of games. You Gosh. also have to be prepared for people who don't care about what you deserve. Don't that right there about what you think you should have. Don't care about what rooms you get to walk in and be in. People who don't care about who you know. There's a lot more males today that sit on the clout of oh, I know this person and that person. I could get you in this X, Y, Z place or uh, I could call them up right now. You know, don't don't sit there and think I don't have money. Let me show you my bank account. I've had men who show me their bank account. Mm. Ask me, did I ever ask? You never, I'm never, sure you didn't. I 
I've never asked to see a man's bank account. I've never asked any of my exes, how much money do you make? What's your salary? You know why? Because we're not sharing bills. We're not married. You don't owe me that. Mm. People are so insecure in themselves and they spew it out as if I need to do these things in order to... I need to do these things in order to be accepted. I need to do these things in order for someone to see me, to hear me. And a lot of times, that's why people say the loudest person in the room has the biggest issue. Mm -hmm. The person that has to be first has the biggest issue. The person that has to be seen, has to be recognized, um, has a problem with other people having success or um, getting a any type of award for anything, give a backhanded mm. comment. Mm -mm -mm. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. And I want people to really think about the fact that who you are is only defined by you. And you're the only one who can decide what you answer to and who you answer to. Now, is the, right. the, 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 um, the self-work that it'll take for you to become who you want to be, that's on you. That's not on your mom. That's not on your dad. That's not on your professor that was sucky. Um, and I've had professors that maybe know information, but they cannot teach. I've had teachers that maybe knew chemistry, but couldn't teach chemistry. It happens. But it doesn't mean that, okay, let me crutch on the fact that this person didn't make sure I understood it. Or let me crutch on the fact that, you know, my parents didn't teach me uh, financial uh, things I need to know as an adult. Let me crutch on the fact that nobody ever showed me how to write a check or mm. send out a letter or be able to handle a budget. At a certain point, you have to stand up by yourself. And at a certain point, you're going to have to do your Googles. And at a certain point, you're going to have to figure out how can I be socially self-aware? And social media has taken over to the point where now these lawmakers and these companies do not want to deal with the financial burden of being sued because this person is not of age and is on my platform or this person is giving out wrong information let me go ahead and do this warning or let me go ahead and filter out this post or let me go ahead and fact check this which is a great i think um elon because he has messed up so mm -hmm. much on twitter <laughs> I think fact-checking <laughs> fact people's tweets, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, fact-checking people's tweets comes right back under it. But at the same time, being socially self-aware means you have to know when you need to be seen and know when people have heard enough. Mm. There's a lot of people that have created a brand for themselves where, oh, People don't know you by name. They just know that, oh, that's the tweet um, person that hates women. Or that's the, the girl that tweets and every time she posts, she shows her breasts. 
with a positive message, <laughs> quote mm-hmm. unquote. Or, um, oh my God, this picture, Leslie. Um, uh, or that's a person that always has something negative, negative to say about this issue that they don't even care about which makes you a troll because you're only doing things to get attention for something you don't even care about or you don't have the knowledge of. And being able to be in a position to have something to say and knowing that you don't have to say it. I think a lot of people don't have that boundary when it comes to social media and having Mm self-control regardless of somebody throwing your name around. And I think celebrities have a hard time with this sometimes where they feel like everybody mentioning their name or them being the trending topic for today, they have to answer to everybody. You really don't. Mm -hmm. You say more by shutting the hell up. Yep. Tell me how many people tweet Beyonce. Tell me how many people have a tweet with something about Jay-Z or saying Jay-Z not the greatest or he's not even in my top five or saying Beyonce should have did X, Y, and Z or I don't like this Beyonce song. Beyonce does not have enough time nor does she care to respond to everybody's idea of what she needs to do, who she needs to do, um, everybody's thoughts about her kids. You say more by not saying anything. Mm. And, and and also knowing your value and the power of responding. Sometimes you giving somebody the acknowledgement that you saw something they said or you heard something that they did in regards to, to you gives them enough power to feel so great about themselves. Mm. And, there, and there's power in shutting the hell up. I think because we use our phones way more than usual, that's a problem mm-hmm. with self-awareness because we're not even checking for ourselves. There's some people that get up every day and they don't even look in the mirror. Yep. They just get up. They're on autopilot. They wash their face. They brush their teeth. Maybe they my mouthwash. Maybe they don't. They pee. They wipe. They can't even remember if they flushed or not. They didn't wash their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on autopilot so much. Some people can't remember if they put on deodorant or not. Some people uh, don't know that they were in two different earrings. Some people put on their clothes inside out. Some people don't clean up to the point where they just got a, uh, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? They got a routine of where they last left their keys. Mm-hmm. I usually drop my keys over here, so my keys should be here. Or my wallet is usually in the car. And... Living on autopilot is is unhealthy for many reasons, but if you don't check in with yourself, you're liable to do anything, go anywhere. You're liable yeah. to listen to anybody. And being on IG, being on Twitter, we bank online. A lot of us haven't been inside of bank in years. Um, t- texting people all the time talking on the phone, um, creating on our phones, creating on our computers, working on our computers. It's a lot less people working with their hands and their bodies than it is working on computers. Not realizing that 
we have fucking back pain because we're trying to put in overtime hours in order to get XYZ money. Not realizing by the time people who do desk work right now retire. Oh, I love this picture with this wig in this car. By the time people retire, they won't even have the body that can do the shit they want to do after they retire because it's fucking ruined. Mm-hmm. So it's really that's about checking what. Oh no, I was just want to say like that's why like when you said something about like a routine, like there's I feel like there's a negative routine and there's a, a positive routine. Um, for sure. Like a, a negative routine for me was, and this is my personal. I don't want to use anybody else as an example. The first thing I do, pick up my phone in the morning. Like that's a mm-hmm. negative routine. That that's an example. Like. I know this is going to sound crazy, but a lot of the the negative stuff that you see is right there in your hand. It's it's right there. Like, I started meditating, reading, like, going and looking at, like, Nat Geo and stuff like that. Like, instead of going and doing the norm, doing mm-hmm. more positive things has helped so, like, so much. But when it comes to, like, good routines, like, that's the difference. Like, Instead of going and grabbing your phone, a positive routine is honestly to, you know, sit in bed for five minutes and gather your thoughts and figure things out. You had mentioned this, and I've been doing this for the last year. We did a show, and you were talking about having, like, a notepad by your bed. So just, like, if you have a quick thought, just, like, write it down. Yeah. I started doing that instead of, you know, instead of, oh, let me grab my phone and put it in the notes app. Doing that. I would end up doom scrolling for 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, yeah. oh, like I could have just done it. So I started doing that because, again, there's like positive ways to be self-aware and it's negative. And I feel like that that phone is the number one negative way that we just kind of live. And I, the only reason I harp on that is because we're on our phones now recording. We do probably 70% of the stuff that we do throughout the day on some type of technology, including our phones mostly. So mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the negativity for me stems. I try to think about it while you were speaking. I was like, where is a lot of the negativity that comes, you know, from my own personal life and the stuff that I see? When I go on walks, I don't hear a lot of negativity. I don't see a lot of negativity. And obviously this is all interpretive, you know, towards the person. The moment I pick up my phone, people arguing with each other, people fighting with mm-hmm. each other. Shit that's mm-hmm. happening in the news, TV as well, um, bills, like sh- shit like that. All that to me is like negative news. But as long as you can put yourself in a space of positivity or if you can put yourself in a space that's honestly comfortable, because a lot of, you know, things that people have issues with is the fact that they're just not comfortable. That's why they lash out and they react and they're very reactionary to the things that they see and do. If you can put yourself in a point of comfort, you'll be a whole lot better off. And that, again, that's just what I wanted to add to the conversation because I, I see it way too much. And a lot of people just don't like hone in on that. Like a lot of people just aren't comfortable either with themselves or their surroundings or their phones. And it's like, okay, you got, you got to start eliminating yourself from the stuff that's causing you the issues. It's like when you hear people say, oh, well, I'm trying to lose weight while they're eating a ginger bacon cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Or like, it's certain stuff, and I, I hate to sound that way because somebody's gonna be like, "Well, are you like fat shaming people?" Kinda, yes. Like, and I know that sounds fucked up. To it's say, not but even it's like, fat shaming because a lot of people are very skinny and unhealthy. So 
It doesn't yeah. even have to be fat shaming. It's just like but, but, being aware that what your actions are not matching your words. Yeah, but that that right there, like when you had said something that I I want to talk about just really quick, the the shaming, like people will say shit like, um, you're you're shaming and stuff like that. But I also hear people say bring back shame. I am pro bring back shame because people have gotten completely out of fucking pocket, and Same. I'm all for like you know certain things being said but some of the shit shot like when i say y'all because i'm back in 2009 10 11 i know i sound old and i'm dating myself about this shit it's like okay what you thought was shock value is no that's just not even shock value anymore people literally doing shit like tangibly and it's like if i had to give examples people were eating tide pods four years ago people are going and jumping off of speed boats by the engine and hoping to survive like certain shit is like okay like you're just you're doing things just to do them and it's like what what's the why to it like what do you get out of this other than what attention but the issue is all the attention that i've seen people get like you know from being famous and stuff like that it's backed on negativity when i think about elon and how he's doing twitter and all that shit it's negative there's no like positivity coming from it and if it is it's not being reported so that's something somebody else could say as well we don't know about all the good stuff that's going on. It's like, yeah, but do you care? For three years, we didn't care about anything other than on the news, at least about anything in the world outside of negative shit. We lived through literally 26 months of just pure fucking negativity. So when I talk about like self-awareness, like I talk about it because we've had to live through it. You would have thought, what, uh, February of 2020 up until now, like people would have gained self-awareness people would have spent enough time alone or whoever you know with whoever they were with they would have grown they would have evolved i have not seen that shit when my wife was telling me about her school right (laughs) she was telling me that class that returned to school like that class of students after being you know home for a year with their parents and shit they wowed the fuck out they were fucking crazy it's like their kids are going to be graduating this coming year that like their high school or whatever or whatever like if they graduate in high school they graduate in college like a lot of them didn't have an experience they didn't have like camaraderie or people there so they went to these outlets social media and all that stuff so you, they didn't have self-awareness they could be who the fuck they wanted to be and the issue of being who you want to be is it ain't you hmm. it, it's it's not who you you're you're playing a character in your own show. You're directing it. You're filming it. Like again, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram. Why I'm saying these things is because this shit matters. People can go and be whoever the fuck they are when they open their phone. The moment they close it, they have to deal with reality. That's why people don't fucking close their phones. When you look at people like their screen times and shit like that, they're like, "Oh yeah, I average like 16 hours. There's 24 in a day." You trying to tell me for fucking like three fourths of the day, you are literally in your phone? Are you not self-aware about that shit? People, I, I hate to see what it's going to look like in fucking 10, 15, 20 years when people got to wear glasses and shit like that. I, I would love to see those numbers. It's going to be it's gonna be glasses. It's going to be neck problems. It's going to be yes. arthritis in your fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's self-awareness. And the thing is, there aren't enough people who are around them, and including myself, that are going to be like, yo, like, you shouldn't do that. Like, the wife will tell me, hey, Greg, you've been on your phone too long and i used to be like dang you know 
Like, maybe I have. But then what dawned on me was I was taking a video of the baby, right? So I'm taking a, a video of her and not just living the fucking moment. I had to go grab my yeah. phone. By the time I went to go grab my phone, the moment over. was over. Like, yeah. yeah. So, and people say this all the time. You said it when, you know, we found out we were having, like, the baby. I was like, oh, like, you know, I can't wait to do this and this and this. And you were like, no, enjoy it because it will go fast. I yeah. don't remember month five through nine. I don't. Like, when I say I don't remember the shit, it could be COVID brain. It could be what, you know, whatever. All I know is she will be three in three days. And I'm sitting there like, yo, where the fuck did time go? Like, yeah. there's certain things about that that just kind of scare me. And it, that brought, like, certain things for me when it comes to, like, self-awareness. Like, there were a lot of things I've missed trying to... I'm, I'm trying to find the sense for it. There's a lot of things I've missed trying to pay attention to shit that didn't matter. Like, the hot topics, the gossip, what's going on in the news, you know conspiracies and moving and trying trying to keep up with the joneses like yo what are you keeping up with though because it's all just a fucking you know a turtle race to nothingness anyway so again just if i have to say it i'll probably say it 15 more times but just you have to be more self-aware me included because i'm not you know exclusionary in this we all mm-hmm. have to kind of step back and be like yo what what is the why of this shit why am i on instagram this much why am i doing these things half the people like you had said earlier, Shan, if you ask them the question, they can't give you the answer. The reason why they can't give you the answer is because they haven't even sat down to process why they're doing it in the fucking first place. So Yeah, they haven't. Um, a lot of people don't take the time to pause because it feels like it feels like I'm not doing enough. And a lot of times you have to be so self-aware that you can see or you can feel when someone's projecting or someone is lacking that self-awareness for themselves. Like somebody where no matter where they go or what group they with, it's just always drama. At a certain point, mm-hmm. it's you. It's not other people. People who, you know, need help, won't ask for help. As a friend, I feel like you should be able to give your friends feedback and them not be defensive. But if they're always defensive and they have an attitude and they try to act like they don't have an attitude, that is them mm-hmm. not being self-aware. People That's who keep right making there. the same mistakes, whether it's in jobs, whether it's um, with opportunities, whether it's with relationships, it's them doing something where they aren't self-aware. I had a, um, a old friend of mine. We, we aren't friends anymore. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't like a phone call. Hey, we're not friends anymore. But it's like a situation that I had to step back from and analyze all mm-hmm. angles and say, okay. For the yep. longest time, I couldn't realize why this person always had a problem with women and mm. work relationships and friendships with women. Until I was put in a position as their friend to see them react defensively and it spewed like some real honest things that they were thinking and feeling for a long time. And Mm -hmm. for somebody to hold thoughts in that should have been shared a long time ago, because yeah. they feel attacked or they feel uncomfortable 
it told me everything I need to know. And yeah. so if 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 you're if you keep um having certain dealings with women in the workplace, women from school, women um as friendships and it people move from around you or don't want to deal with you, period. At a certain point you have to be like, hmm, what is going on with me? Why women have an issue with me over a period of time or why I'm not getting this or why this always happens. Like you have to be able to be in your own personal hot seat sometimes, not like to be chastised as a child by a whole bunch of people, but really be like, okay, so the first time this happens with this person, the second time, the third time, the seventh time, what, when am I going to sit and be like, what's up with me? Mm. when am I going to sit and be like okay let me ask someone that I value their opinion what do you think about this what do you think I should have did differently people who are super critical of other people have a self-awareness problem because a lot of times they invite themselves to say some shit that they didn't have to say that right there and I think as people get older you have to learn whether you're a friend, family member, lover, that unless this person as an adult asks me for my opinion, let me shut the fuck up. Yep. Unless this person as an adult says, I need help, let me not overstep and say, oh, it's okay, you got a flat tire, I'm gonna drive an hour out to come help you. And then you get there and they not even there. And now you asked out because you overstepped. Mm. A lot of us put ourselves in a position to do things for people that they didn't ask us to do. And then because we don't want to see where we overstep, we blame them for always having us asked out. Mm. Like we have to stay focused on what we need. When you need a break, you need to recognize you need a break. When you need a nap, you need to recognize you need a nap. When you need to trip away and you don't need to tell anybody and you need to keep your phone on D&D, &D, you need to recognize when you need those things. And those things do not give people the entitlement to have an answer on why. Why did you not have your phone on? Why would you go on vacation and not tell anybody? Why would you just take a break from work and not tell anyone you're not a child my kids have to tell me when they going outside my kids have to tell me you know that they stayed over such and such house before they got home adult doesn't have to tell you that mm. this need to know everything and need to have access to everybody is wild to me somebody um tweeted i want to say it was monday that they don't understand why people feel the need to have their phones on D&D. &D. It doesn't make any sense. Um, or, or they think that is selfish. And so I asked them, I said, why do you feel like someone having their phone on D&D &D is selfish or is a problem? And they said, well, what about a family emergency? Or what if somebody needs to reach you? Or what if a job is calling you? A lot of people have fucking heart issues and mental issues and anxiety because they don't know how to give people boundaries. They don't know how to turn off work. They go to work, 
and get there at nine o'clock, put on this show for everybody while they're at work, um, babysit other adults, um, do their numbers, do the time cards, get out of the building, get in their car. Somebody calls them about a problem at work while they're going home. They have to run errands before they get in the house. They haven't fed themselves yet. And then they sit across some from somebody that also works in a corporate office and they want to talk about work. Fuck work when you leave work. Let that Hello. shit be at work. Don't don't uh, don't put yourself in a position just because you can make ninety thousand or hundred and twenty thousand more of what you're used to making because you need the money and then sacrifice yourself. A lot of people sacrifice themselves where whether you on vacation, your boss is calling you, your manager is calling you, we need you on the Zoom. You leave the you leave the store and you schedule out your PTO with other managers, they calling your phone for emergencies. The alarm went off at the store. Can you call the such and such person to have them turn it off? Um, such and such has an issue with the schedule. Um, you're the only person that does it the right way. Can you go ahead and fix it? You know how many fucking manager positions I said no to? Mm. Because I know that shit comes with a blame game. And I know that shit comes with you having unlimited access to me. I don't want it. I like jobs where I go in at a certain time that's scheduled. I leave at a certain time that's scheduled on my schedule. My salary is this. My commission is what I work hard for it to be. And when I'm off, you can't call me for shit with a client. You can't call me for shit on an account. You know why? Because when I leave work, I like to be clocked the fuck out all the way. Because I know my yeah. boundaries. I don't like being needed. I like being wanted. And I like to tell people what hours you can want me and what hours you may have me for the amount of money you are giving me for my time. So we all have to consider, you know, when I check my email or when I don't check my email or what's on my priority list compared to my neighbors, what's on my priority list compared to my wife, what's on my priority list com compared to my brother or my mom. Um, and that comes with family too. You have to know boundaries for family. I'm sorry. I know that you cook every Sunday, but I will not be mm -hmm. at your house every Sunday because you cooked. Listen, let, let, let me let me piggyback off that one real quick. Because my mom has an issue with wanting family time with family who only wants to be family when it's convenient to them. Um, like I have a family member who we've invited them to everything under the sun, birthday parties, weddings, cookouts, just casual, you know what? We ain't seen a family in a while. Who fucking family just says, you know what? We ain't seen y'all in a while. Let's just all try to connect and get out. No like malice, no bad intentions just to go out. What she'll do is say, nah, can't do it, but I'll send money. Prime example, daughter's birthday is Saturday, right? Having a birthday party on Saturday. She texts me, hey nephew, and this is my aunt for anybody who needs to know exactly who it is. She'll probably be mad if she ever hears, but whatever. She is going to send a pair of shoes instead of being there for her niece's birthday party. And somebody would say, well, or she would probably say, well, Greg, you weren't there. You know, you haven't been around for my daughter's birthday. And respectfully so. 
my answer would be this. When you exclude yourself from family, they're not intentionally not trying to be around you. You are staying the fuck away from them for whatever the case may be, right? But when you are still being let in or someone's attempting to let you in, I don't want to say you have to take the invite, but you can't be mad when people are like, you know what? Can't do it. Can't fuck with it. That person can't fuck with how they move and how they operate. So mm-hmm. tying this back into what I was initially saying, my mom, she has a thing with the aunt and other family members as well, where we tell her, you don't have to keep going to all of their shit because they don't show up to your stuff. And I'm not petty like that. If they don't show up to your birthday, if you know, if they don't show up to your birthday or your special event, why in the fuck are you going to every single thing they have? Baby showers, um, cookouts, crab feeds. My mom's allergic to fucking seafood. She's going to people crab fest. What the fuck are you going for? Like, these people don't value your time, but they want you there for their shit. And she used to get mad at me. She still gets mad, actually, because I tell her straight out, I'm like, yo, if they don't treat you right, then I have nothing to do with them. And that's no disrespect. She has this quote. She's like, well, you have to teach people how to treat you. I was like, yeah, but the thing is, these motherfuckers don't want to learn. So what's the, what's the point of trying to teach somebody who is like imperious, you know, just like Im- impervious of just like getting it? Like, they're just like, no, nah, like, I don't want that. I don't want to connect. I don't want to build. I don't want to grow. I don't want to learn. There are a lot of people who honestly are just out for self, not realizing there are a lot of people that are there in, you know, in their corner or want to be in their corner and they just aren't receptive to it, which ties into what you were saying. Like, I just, when you said that, I was like, no. I have to speak on this, and again, for any family member who does get upset about what I just said, if you ever hear this, I I still won't give a fuck. I, like, <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I, I just I'm at that point in my life. It's like at some point you have to just be like, no. Like some people just can't come along. I have better relationships with a lot of my friends and pe- my friends that I have made family than my own family. And the reason why is not that I don't like my family. I don't fuck with my family. It's once you extend the olive branch too far, and it's like, yo, like, the branch is going to fucking fall off if I keep reaching this far, right? But you, it's like, okay, I'm reaching my arm out, and you keep moving two steps back. What's the fucking point? Like, I'm not going to chase you down in order to, like, spend time with you and things like that. I, I can't do it. And that, for me, I feel like it, it resonates with that, that self-awareness. I had to be more self-aware of the fact that it's like, Greg, you're trying too much, or you're trying too hard for some shit that it's like, they're not going to care anyway. Mm. Some people just honestly aren't, I don't say they aren't meant to care. They weren't taught better to, you know, to care or they've taught, they've been taught to care less or just not care at all. And I've seen that more often than not. And again, just tying it back in, um, there are a lot of people when it comes to their self-awareness, they just, they, they don't want to try. They don't want to learn new shit. That's why when you see people have these conversations and stuff, even on stereo, They've had the same fucking conversations for three years, every week, every day. It's rape me. Let's talk about the drama. Let's talk about the gossip. Let's talk about this. I'm like, there's been no growth in four years. Right. There's been right. If you if you can look back in 2019 and 2020 and you're the same you, there's a fucking problem there. I almost right. published Shan one of the episodes I had done with a dude, just because I wanted people to hear what the show was like back in 2020. It's 2023. If I publish that show, it sounds like it was like done in the last week or two. But the issue is, it's like we've grown so much as people. Like you would never fucking know because it just there's enough balance in the conversation. 
Like you, it's learning th- even throughout that show. I was just like having a conversation with him, learning who he was as a guy and the stuff he was talking about. It's like, it, it resonated with me, obviously like something I said resonated with him. And it was one of those conversations was like, we're both receptive and we're both being self-aware of ourselves. And it grew. There aren't a lot of conversations I've heard. There aren't a lot of people that I've seen. I'm like, you know what? That person's grown. And I'm not going to throw any like celebrities out there or nothing like that. But there's just a lot of people who are just not self-aware. And I'll <sighs> Yes. We all have to set boundaries. And sometimes we have to renew boundaries with people because some people forget. Some people... You set a boundary, you tell them what this relationship is going to be moving forward. They get in, they follow those rules, and then they they move back into old ways, and you lax too much. And I need people not to forget that lack a lack of self-awareness is also when people are overconfident. It's also when people use poor judgment for all of their problems when they know they need to go about it the right way. It might take you longer. It, it might be more work, but you need to go about the, the right way so you don't make the same mistakes. Some people don't want to learn from the mistakes that they made. They want to blame it on this person and that person and, and this person. Well, this person was different, but if they would have just did this, people are not going to do what you would do in their situation because they are not you. And so we have to all stop trying to fall back on common sense would have told me in that situation to do x y and z everybody is not raised the same everybody didn't deal with the same pros and cons growing up to learn the lessons you learn so i think we all have to consider new ways that we can be better and me personally it starts with me saying no more um me off tops when the invitation is sent in the group chat i will not be in an attendance but I hope y'all have a great time. Um, learning to work alone sometimes. Learning mm-hmm. that, you know, I can drive with five of my friends, but I'm going to just meet y'all there and drive by yourself. Mm-hmm. Learning to go on walks alone. Uh, protect your neck, but walk alone in silence. Sometimes you don't need music. Sometimes you don't need to call somebody. Question the reasons you're making the decisions you're making. Um, when you get, if you have a bad habit with like finances, I do this with myself a lot. I ask myself, why do I feel a need to spend money right now? Just because I have more, why do I feel like I need to buy this right now? What is this, this urge or this need for me to go to this store? Do I really have a reason why I'm going to this store? Um, is there something else that needs to get paid or there's something I could pay earlier? Um, just taking the time to ask yourself that before you find yourself buying shit for this imaginary uh, feel of doing something today and knowing you know, what is actually bothering you instead of you blaming who bothered you today or who did X, Y, and Z or what should have been done and wasn't, and I'm just irritated. Maybe you just need a fucking nap. Or maybe you ate something, maybe you ate something that's not sitting well with you and you're just making that snowball into a bigger problem. Like, 
being able to self-check ourselves is a part of being self-aware. Being able to, mm, I could go to this bar or I could go out to eat, but I got food at home. I could mm. go buy this since I'm already over on this side, but I don't need to buy anything right now. I just bought six shoes last month. I don't need an eighth. You know, like just because they're having a sale, I don't need to spend my fucking money. It's self-awareness. It's, 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 it's knowing like what do you have coming up? What plans do you have coming up? Um, who needs you on Sunday already? Why would you make plans to go out late on Saturday? It's it's not trying to blame other people for the choices you made when you didn't have to. So I hope yep. people learn how to be more self-aware. Um, I know a lot of people are projecting on the internet. A lot of people are feeling insecure. That's why they're following trends to get this done and that done. And, you know, I could I could pay off my car or I could trade it in and get the new X, Y, and Z because everybody got that right now and everybody bragging and I need something to brag about. Brag about the fact that you have no debt. Hello. Brag about the fact <laughs> that you're in a, maybe you're in a 2010 Toyota Corolla and the AC still works. Um, the maintenance on it is low. It gets you from point A to point B and you're not worried about paying $700 and insurance and a $500 car note. Look at that fucking blessing. And I'm here to tell you also that people that you assume and see that have a great life, a nice house, nice cars, and it seems like they have everything under control, they are fucking struggling. And because us as a country in the United States, because that's where I live, our whole country is in debt trillion times over, we think living in debt is the norm, and it's not. There's nothing cool about being in debt, dying, and having your kids have to take care of that shit. Mm. There's nothing cool about that. While they have, they were watching other kids have an opportunity where their parents put them in a, a further position to not have debt, to have great credit, to have businesses, to have properties, and they're, oh, you know, after I pay off my mom's uh, loans and my dad's uh, uh, debts that they left on the house, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I could get my own apartment one day. Mm. If you don't want that to be what you leave, then fix it. I think the best, um, the best flex is knowing you have money knowing you're able, but you don't feel like doing X, Y, and Z, or I don't feel like spending that money. And a lot of people who maybe made money in entertainment, but now they own businesses, kudos to you. A lot of people who spent a lot of their earlier years being famous as a child actor or entertainer, and then you basically fade into the the back and, and you have like a real lifestyle where people don't follow you all over the place or people don't recognize you anymore. Kudos to you. Learn to have experiences and stop trading your experiences and your time for fucking money. 
my goal is to my goal is to free up my my time but still be able to take care of what i need and what i want i don't Mm. care about being famous i don't care about um being the richest this i care about being able to do whatever it is that i need to do and that i want to do when i want to do it and i don't have to go work for somebody for four years and save up and hope they'll let me retire x y and z our retirement is not about to be 59. if if you're if you're working in like corporate times they're looking at our retirement to be like mid 60s so if you if if you're not that too if you're not making like a plan to um not have to work for somebody earlier and and cut back on your debt earlier or put yourself in a position to learn a skill where you can make more money while you're doing some side job then you're really holding yourself back and i don't i don't want to sit around a whole bunch of answers and act like i'm the only one with problems and not utilize the answers agreed um the only thing I'll say, just to add to what you're saying, not only, you know, not that I disagree, it's now. Like, that, that's the only thing I can say is, like, now. A lot of people think they have to, like, formulate some type of plan in order to do this shit. Sometimes a plan ain't necessary. Like, the preparedness is great, but start. Like, when we did the pod, when we started doing the podcast, we just started. There's no like, all right, this is a five-year plan or this is what your end game should be. Your end game going to change. The shit that you're going to want at the beginning ain't going to be the shit you want once you figure it out. So just start now. That, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I wish y'all luck. Don't, don't be that one person knowing the test tomorrow is going to be open book and you ain't even bringing no notes. <laughs> don't be that person. But um, this was a good show. I'm glad I got to get that off my chest. Um, there's a lot of people lacking out here and slacking. Um, I'm not a part of that group. I appreciate everybody that stayed in here and listened. Don't forget to check out Loudmouth Stereo Shop with Teespring. And this will be up on the podcast probably tomorrow morning because I don't have any more edits left to do. So I'll be able to get it up and out. Please subscribe to Loudmouth Stereo on your favorite podcast app. My name is Shan. That is Greg. You can find us on social media. And wherever we at, when you hashtag this thing, you can find us on TikTok, IG, Twitter, um, Spill, Threads, whatever it is that you're on. Uh, Don't be afraid to contact us on here um, or whatever you like. I'm good, Greg. I am too. So we're going to see y'all again. This is what? This has been episode three so far out of the, the six week sequence. So we got three more weeks. We got next Wednesday for sure. Um, and th- I think we re- we had last week the week of Labor Day or the week before Labor Day. So mm-hmm. I hope that y'all come in next week because I'm sure Shane going to have some heat. And even though I have the show scheduled in two weeks, Shane, yeah. I may change the topic. I may change okay. the topic because I feel like what we talked about tonight, I want to kind of not just like continue, but I feel like there's more context that needs to be added. So I want to add some more to that. Maybe just like a half and half show. I'll do like, you know, the first half of the show, we'll finish this. And then 
we'll, we'll get into that topic. Um, so yeah, I, I'm very excited. Um, I, I guess we will see you motherfuckers next week then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed July. Mm. Next month is August. <laughs> yeah. Peace, y'all. We have a, a message. Oh shit! Let's play. Go ahead, play it. Yeah, I'd like to just uh, thank you both um, for um, bringing out the awareness for us to learn from. So you both continue to prosper, and I'll be around just listening to your shows. Have a blessed night. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, sir. Peace. All right, y'all. Peace. Thank you for supporting Loudmouth Stereo Podcast. This is a podcast created by two podcasters, Greg for Young Black and Bothered Podcast and Shan for She Gets a Pod. Either way, you supporting the cause. Thank you.